Hello and welcome to Creativize, Strategize, and Synergize, a podcast about the business side of being a creative. My name is Chris Scott. My name is Atish. And in this week's episode, Chris and I catch up and sort of ramble about what's to come for the podcast. What do you want to talk about? Uh, you know, I had a very, like... I had a very, I I don't even know what to call it. Like I had a very just uh, non-productive week, but I mean more than that. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't just not productive. It was ultimately like, like I started to um, be less and less driven to do the shit that I had to do this week. Like every single day that it went on. I was just like, oh, do this. And then, like, that just increased. Like, Monday, I was just like, uh, I kind of don't want to do this. And then Tuesday, I was like, I really don't want to do this. And then Wednesday, you know, and, and so on and so forth. Uh-huh. Yeah. That sounds pretty, uh, it sounds like a nine-to-five normal thing to happen. Well, yeah. Like, and so part of me kind of wonders if, if this is just, like, my repeating pattern where I just get really stoked about something for about six months at a time and then it, like, tapers off. Uh-huh. And then I become not stoked about it. Does that make you worried about when you make big changes and big leaps and bounds on your own thing when you get sick of it after six months? Uh, it does, but at the same time, like <laughs> when I'm making with these big changes and big leaps and bounds, I feel like I'll, I won't get to the point where I'm bored of it in six months because I won't be able to. Like, as in I'll be so... Um, like my margins will be razor thin and, uh, and, uh, you know, I, I don't think I'll be able, I, I don't think I'll, I could afford to get bored with it. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Okay. I'm on the right setting. <laughs> You're on the right setting. You're rolling. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I just have to make sure I was on the heart shaped one. I'm on the heart shaped one. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. What was your week like? It was, um, I feel like I've just been going nonstop for a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what happened this last week. Let yeah. me look at the calendar and I can tell you. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Monday was, my calendar has nothing in it. I don't write anything in my calendar anymore. Well, don't you have a physical calendar? Somewhere. I don't know. I've been flying by the seat of my pants for a couple weeks, and i got to stop. i got to hop back on a train. That's kind of how I feel. Like I feel like I got very regimented and very militant about it, but then because I was like doing that, like very firm, when something was introduced where I had to kind of deviate from the plan, like I forget what it was, but um, something was introduced where it was just like, okay, like, oh, this weekend I'm going to go out of town or this weekend I'm going to do whatever. Like when that got introduced, then uh-huh. it just completely broke the cycle. You know what I mean? And like that's that's kind of the problem with like people who like, oh, I'm going to cut out all carbohydrates or like some shit like that. You know what I mean? Because then they have such a firm regimented thing that if they even stray a little, oh, well, it's all fucked up now. Like might as well just go in whole hog. You know what I mean? Right, right. So... You know, I was just a little bit too fastidious and like too regimented, so there was no room for flexing, and uh-huh. um, then like that obviously had to happen. And uh, so now I'm I'm kind of in a in a recovery state where I just need to get like myself back on track on my like regular routines and stuff. Well, I think that's one thing that happens when you come up with these routines and these these game plans. You never factor in downtime. Mm-hmm. It's always every Monday I'm doing this, every Tuesday I'm doing this, every Wednesday I'm doing this. It's like you, you block out every hour of every day to kind of move towards this, you know, goal, but you never really take time to just like recharge and like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And just let it go or just like to be able just to be yourself for a minute and not worry about constantly moving forward. It's okay to just pause for a second. Take some yeah. time for yourself and then start moving on your goal again. 
No, that's true. It's like I don't block off enough time for me to kind of just do like other stuff or just like kind of fuck off for a while. So then mm-hmm. that causes like a burnout pretty, pretty quickly. Well, not pretty quickly. It was a good six weeks. but Six weeks of burnout or six weeks of regimented? Six, six weeks of absolute regiment, like no, no fucking around. You know, uh-huh. but but then what what ends up happening is, you know, then you just get burnt out on that. Like if, uh, you know, if you do this, like, like it has to be everything in moderation, including moderation. Like you can't just like sit here every day and be like, yes, I'm going to have one beer. Like you need to allow yourself to just like not. But then at the end of the month, drink all the beers. Oh, right. Or have four <laughs> beers today and two beers tomorrow and no beers on Friday. Right, exactly. Or or you could do that. Um Yeah, no, and I was just like I was just thinking we should come up with a game plan also like while we're because obviously the game like a game plan didn't really pan out for this episode, but like I also just had people who said that they were down to be interviewed and then dropped out, which now I can see how frustrating it must be for you when you're like making a movie and these people say they're good to go and you tell them the dates and the time, and they're like, "Oh yeah, that should work." And then they say like, "Oh, I'm going to New Mexico or wherever the fuck this person yeah. in particular. I usually don't have, uh, there's been maybe one or two occasions where the pe- people just like drop out. Okay. Maybe four occasions where <laughs> everyone's like on board hundred percent and then they just disappear. Mm-hmm. But mostly I get, you know, sorry, I can't make it type messages or yeah. uh, we call them flakes. Yeah. Those flakes, man. Those goddamn flakes. But it's also one of those things where you ask somebody to their face and they're always into it. And then instead of saying, no, I'm not into that right away, they're always like, yeah, sure. And then they blow you off for six months and then they never, then they stop talking to you. Right. No, exactly. And and like the the real dilemma in this is that the person, the main person that I was like trying to hunt down uh, actually I think would be pretty interesting and is like really intelligent, but they're just Mm -hmm. like constantly busy and constantly. When did... I think like rock climbing is the new thing. I think it's been around for a while. Really? That's been the thing for a while. I think rock climbing has been around for a lot longer than you think. Well, no, I'm sure it has, but like it's popularity as like cliffhanger. Uh, no. Oh, you should see cliffhanger. What's cliffhanger. It's a movie with Sylvester Stallone. Of course it is. And John Lithgow is the bad guy. Oh my God. It's great. It's well, about rock climbing. <laughs> yeah, no shit. And hanging from a cliff. Well, I didn't really mean like rock climbing in general. I meant like as the newest fitness fad. Because, like, for instance, I became a boxing coach right at the time where the boxing for fitness fad hit like its peak. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, right when all the, the girls were getting into it and yada, yada, yada. So that, that happened right at that time. And now it's kind of normalized. You know what I mean? Now some people who are still into it, you know, are still into it, but it's not really as like hyped up as a fad. And then yoga became a crazy big thing where everyone was doing yoga for fitness. And, right. Uh, and then like typo a, for a minute. Yeah. I don't think that happened recently. That might have happened a long time ago. Yeah. Something that I would remember. Yeah. That might be something you would remember. Typo like, with, and uh, what's her name? Jane Fonda records and uh, Billy Blanks. Billy Blanks was the Tybo guy, right? Yeah, he was the Tybo mm-hmm. guy. And then uh, Spin and Pilates had a resurgence um, because they were already popular at one time, but then they had a whole like new, new wave. And now we're on rock climbing. And everyone's right. rock climbing all of a sudden. I've known a lot of rock climbers for a while that have really? been doing it. Yeah, as their hmm. fitness. But I, I don't know. I think it has definitely like people join gyms and go to the rock climbing gym and they hang on a wall for a minute, get their workout in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess I kind of get it. But like um, somebody like I don't want to be a dick. You know what I mean? Like I'm not here to be. a I dick. don't I don't believe you. <laughs> but somebody posted a picture on their Instagram of like. Like, basically drawing an analogy to them playing chess. Like, they were saying, like, oh, human chess or something like that. And he was rock climbing. And I was like, like, well, not quite. Because it would be human chess 
if you weren't playing against someone else. You know what I mean? Against yourself. Well, people play chess by themselves. (laughs) My My dog is freaking out right now. (laughs) No, it's not good. (laughs) It's uh, that'll be some background audio. That'll be fun. Or not. Yeah, we just, we've just got some blinds and like when he needs to when he needs to go outside, he's like learned that he can like rustle the blinds. But right uh-huh. now Tori was trying to walk him out all like quietly, but he just didn't want to be let out. Like he was just like <laughs> freaking out and just like running back and forth. <laughs> um but no, I, I forget how I was talking about rock climbing, but that wasn't, I don't well, know why. Well, no, how it's not human chess, but people do play chess by themselves. And I guess I can see how, I don't know. Have you been to a rock climbing gym and climbed the walls? Uh, no. And done like those F11 climbs or 5-4 climbs? I don't, there I've, are, I've been a I few mean, times. I know there are different grades, but I don't, uh, is like F harder than G? Is G a I thing? don't know. I, I don't remember the ranking. But, but I do know that things are harder than other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely a <laughs> things are harder scale. than other things, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? I forgot. Well, so people play chess against themselves. So the thing about it is they, they set these paths for you to climb. Mm-hmm. So like you're, you're doing a 5-8. A I don't remember the exact ones, but you pick this this route, and the route is a certain color of block things you have to grab onto and some of these uh-huh. block things that they attach to the wall uh you know some are for your feet some are for your hands some you have to grab it from underneath some you have to grab it from up top some you can just only grab with two fingers some you can grab with you know just the tip of your toe type of thing oh so they're like rule sets to each of the like the paths i guess you could say right mm-hmm. but and all around those that specific color you chose to climb up there are other, other paths that you can choose so you're going to cheat and use that other one, or are you going to stick to the, the path that you've chosen? Mm-hmm. And if so, how are you going to get up the wall via that path? You know, what foot goes where at what point? You know, you have to go up. Do you have to come back down a little bit to go back up? Do you have to reset your arms? Do you have to move your left hand to where your right hand is so your right hand can reach this one hook that your left hand can't get? Hmm. Okay, I guess I can understand that, but it's, it's kind of like this. And I'm going to sound like this is what I mean by like, I'm not trying to be a dick, but here's oh, my too late. when you have a sport that already is a more perfect comparison to chess, then I can just see how it's not human chess. Like, then oh, I'm you talking hoping. about soccer. No, I'm talking about baseball. No, jujitsu. Because you're actively playing against another person and you have to make strategic moves and then sometimes you do something just to make them think that you're doing something else but really you're doing this and you're just like, it's that's human chess. Rock climbing is not human chess. Well, it is if you play chess by yourself. <laughs> I guess. I've never played chess by myself. Maybe I should try really? that. Really? I don't believe no. you. Have you? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. But it, that just sounds like an activity I'd be a part of. Yes, it does. Mm. Well, Sounds like something I'll your dad would make you do. Yeah. yeah he, finishing uh, your geometry homework. Yeah, what's weird is I, I really, uh, I've, I realized just earlier this weekend because I like talked to my sister and she is, you know, getting her graduate degree and all that kind of stuff. And I realized how much she's still on that thing about, you know, my dad, like being hounded by my dad about what she's doing. And I realized I haven't been for a long time. I used to be a lot, but, mm-hmm. uh, but, um, not anymore. You've let it go a little bit. I've let it go. I mean, it, it could probably still have like a Supreme resurgence, but you know, I hear you. I hear you. Anyways, what I was going to say was like, I also, I think we need to come up with a firm established plan because this will be episode 47. Are you sure? Yeah. No, I just looked. Oh, really? Yeah. 46 was got to risk it to get the biscuit. 45. (laughs) Here's why I'm not a bozo, which is arguably one of my favorite (laughs) titles. So wait, so what's the game plan that you want to come up with? Well, I don't know. That's kind of what I, I wanted to 
Oh, let me sit up. Oh, Jesus. Um, nobody told me part of like getting, and I'm like only mildly older. Like I'm not actually older, but nobody told me like things just start hurting in general. Um, oh yeah. Well, no. Have you noticed uh, every time you get out of a car, if you make a noise or not? Yeah, no, it's true. Like I, uh, because it used to be my truck, I would just kind of like fall out of it because it was it was higher up. Um, it was it was uh, higher up, so I would just kind of like Slide fall out. out of it. Whereas now yeah. I have a lower car, so I have to like actually like stand up. I have to like use my back to be able to get up out of the car. You know, it's it's crazy, man. It sucks. <laughs> Yeah, they should just well, no, have the but, chairs come out to scoop you up to slide you into the car. Yeah, like uh, which Batman is that in where it like, like it slides the seat? I think it's in the Dark Knight where like it slides him back or like to the side and then ejects him out of a motorcycle. That was uh, dark, the Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah. I think we should have it like the seat like just like slides no, out. No, I'm the car. thinking of those recliner cha- chairs with the remote that if you push it all the way up, it stands you up. Oh, I don't think I've ever seen those. Oh, we just got That's one for my grandmother. She's 83. Oh, she turned okay. 83 this week. That's what's been happening this week. A lot of family stuff. Mm, family stuff. You know, family is a sinkhole. But she has this recliner that goes all the way back. And then if she wants to stand up, she goes all the way up with it. Hmm. So she doesn't have to get out of the chair on her own anymore. Is this the grandma that reads a lot of Agatha Christie and like uh, that shit? Yes. Th- that that house that I was at that one time, and there yeah, was like yeah, all yeah. kinds of house. like Dean Koontz novels and stuff all over. Yep, that's the house. Dope. I think um, that might have been in the chair. Really? Yeah. How did I maybe not, experience not that chair? I don't know. Time? I feel like you. We would have gone over that if the chair was there. <laughs> I feel like we I think so. Done that. Definitely, well, definitely. I, I kind of just wanted to, like, I wanted to see if you had it, because you're like, okay, what kind of game plan? Well, it's like, well, did you have a game plan of any kind, or what, what, uh, did, did you have any sort of ideas, anything that you felt, because I just want to see where we're at with that. Okay. Or if that's not a, a conversation we're having live. Uh, we can have it live, if you don't mind having it live. No, I don't. Or, I mean, okay. I don't know. Should I? What are you going <laughs> to... Uh. All I'm going to say is I think you're the worst, Atish. You're so negative. It's such a Debbie Downer. That's probably true. You're, you're fired. Hmm. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I'm joking. That was too harsh and too close to home, probably. You would end up just replacing, like, see, that's the thing. You're going to skew too positive and end up replacing me with some, like, radio guy? No, I'm not going to replace you. Apparently, uh, Tish-heavy episodes are more popular than Chris-heavy episodes. I don't think that's true. I just looked at the stats. Right now? Yeah. I'm like by a hair ahead of uh, Risk It to Get the Biscuit. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. That, yeah, see, I, I wasn't sure if that one was going to do well or not. Well, no. Well, this is, this is what I'm thinking about the reformat, if we are going to do the reformat. Oh, I specific, or I was just talking about like our fiftieth episode in general. Oh, like, our fiftieth episode in general. I don't know what to do for that. What do you What yeah. are you thinking about doing for that? Because it's like I was thinking, like you know, we've done some pretty content heavy episodes. We should just do like kind of a, a recap, and then the people that we've had on our episodes, we should just have them back and like you know, kind of see what they're up to, like, blah, blah, blah. But A, the content-heavy episodes with interviews were really more recent. We've had a couple peppered in, you know, right. in, the, in the back catalog. But, like, you know, that was it, – it's really been a more recent thing. So really catching up with them, they'll be like, oh, what's happened in the last three weeks, you mean? Like, <laughs> um, But then also uh, – then also it's like, well – we obviously didn't come with a very content heavy episode this time around. <laughs> so it's, it's a little, uh, it's a little un- like, I don't know. It's like, it could be something involved with like, all right, let's set down, like, let's lay out the actual, uh, let's lay out the actual, uh, like framework for the next 50 episodes or like, this is what, you know, this, 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 or like, uh, cause I, I made a, I made a 
chart. Well, not a chart, but I made a thing that was called my big, hairy, audacious goal. And it's like, yeah, what that, huh? You made a, you made a chart? No way. Yeah. I made a chart. I made a chart and it's called my big, hairy, audacious goal. Explain it to us. Well, so essentially I think that my, I keep basing decisions off of like, uh, micro goals or not necessarily micro goals, but like immediate need sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I need to get a job. It, like I need to get a really corporate job such that then it looks like I have like official experience and then I can get moved into something else. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. that's, that's a, that's something you, that, that may be the correct steps, but it's not something you are actually working towards. That's something you work towards on a month to month basis. And then you easily just execute that. Um, well, not easily, but like, you know, you get it done within a series of months, but mm-hmm. the, the big hairy audacious goal is something that's like, that's a lifetime achievement or that's something that like really sets you in the position uh, like, um, like that you want to make movies that you want to be a filmmaker. That's a big hairy audacious goal. You know what I mean? That's that's a general large sort of thing. And I think ever since I stopped being, you know, pursuing like degrees and like doing that sort of thing in academia, I kind of never had a big, hairy, audacious goal, but I just had like immediate need sort of stuff just kind of peppered around and thrown around. So it's kind of hard to enforce what you're doing if uh, like like I need something more general. I need to explore something more general. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. So you want to talk about that in episode 50? uh, Well, well, it's not necessarily so much that I want to talk about that, but it's like that's kind of more of a targeted approach to like what I'm actually doing. And I think one of those things, for instance, is that like I really want to become more comfortable. And I don't know how one does this, but like that's part of it is just becoming more comfortable with the idea of working for myself Uh uh-huh because it's like that's something that uh you like has instead of me thinking like oh i don't have the experience or i don't whatever that's all part of it right and then it's also that oh well shit i guess i wouldn't just have like a routine check coming in every two weeks you know what i mean Mm -hmm. those are all those are all parts of the main whole which is that i only ever saw the experience of like or or uh the the whole experience of growing up and getting a career and all that kind of stuff was mostly measured in getting a PhD and then working for a university. Like that's the only exposure I ever got because I wasn't independent enough at a young age to realize that, you know, maybe I'm not like that and I should learn from all these other, like I should just take apprenticeships and just mm-hmm. learn from all these other people who just do careers and do life differently. So instead, I just followed the example that my parents laid out for me, which is not necessarily a bad one because they're both very successful people and all that kind of shit. But they only know how to do things one way. And so now I had to figure out – first I had to learn learning in general. Like how does one learn something? Because – well, anyways, I'm getting I'm getting way too deep into this. But, but basically that's kind of uh, – where I'm heading with sort of the reformat in a sense. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like forward momentum, not in a micro sense, because like when I'm setting these micro goals for myself, I actually achieve them, but then it leaves a sense of like, okay, well now what's the next micro goal. So then I have to make another micro goal and then achieve that, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but when it's not clear what that's leading up to, it kind of is meaningless. Right. Well, I don't know. I, I, you don't think that setting up uh, a large goal and never achieving it is uh, less or more or less defeating if you never actually get to that big goal? Well, that's the thing. I don't think you don't get to that big goal. I just think that if you don't, uh, because there's a difference between setting a huge goal and then constant or like you know, not necessarily getting there, but you're making progress towards getting there and then not setting one at all. Mm-hmm. Th- those are two different things. And it doesn't seem like they're two different things because effectually if you're just doing the math on it, you're like, oh, well, you're still not, you know, let's say uh, my big, hairy, audacious goal was to uh, uh, 
become a millionaire by opening up my own chain of gyms, right? Okay. It's like I can right now I'm at the same stage of not being at that goal than if I didn't make that goal at all. You see what I'm saying? Like right now I'm kind of I'm equivalent. However, the difference in and of itself intrinsically of having that goal is that like it structures what I okay, um maybe I should work for a gym or maybe I should talk to the gyms that I've already worked for like uh, Undisputed and see is David Riley interested in franchising and like what does it take to get into gym ownership? How much money would I need? Do I need startup capital? You know, whatever. I probably shouldn't open anything in California because the tax rates are absolutely insane. What's the market like in Boise? Apparently that's the fittest state in the United States. What? Blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Like Really? Yeah. I, did, I didn't know that either. Huh. But Boise, Idaho, yeah, is the fittest city in the United States. And it's got like a huge fitness industry. And, Interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I never, you know, really considered it. But the point is, is like right now, even if I didn't have that goal, well, look, I'm still in the same place. I have the exact same amount of money in my bank account. I have the exact same fitness knowledge that I would have if I just decided that that was my goal right now, I have the same connections that I would if I had made that my goal, but you can uh-huh. see that the next actionable step disappears. If I don't have that as my goal. Now it's just kind of like, well, I'm working the job that I'm working and that's giving me professional experience. And you know, that that's kind of where that ends. Hmm. So I haven't really been working towards, and, and this was, um, uh, there's this guy I, I sign up for a lot of email newsletters now for whatever reason. And you have to set up a fake email account to, for all those weekly emails you get. So yeah. it doesn't bog down your personal email account. No, exactly. So I had to set up a third so I've got my work email, then I've got my like personal email that's also semi professional ish, like as in it's connected to, you know, things that I am trying to explore. Uh-huh. And then I've got the third email, which is just kind of the, like, personal junk email, but not junk. Like, yeah, my, my email list email. Um, and uh, I, I signed up. I, I forget how I got onto this particular list, but it's this guy, Wes Kennedy. Why was I talking about this? No idea, man. Fuck. This was actively going somewhere, and then I just totally got derailed because I started thinking about how I'm getting my emails. Wes Kennedy is his name? Yeah, Wes Kennedy. Um, what does he do? Well, Wes Kennedy is a guy who teaches, who, like, he used to be in uh, Special Forces, and now he coaches guys who are training for Special Forces selection. And uh-huh. he has the... Uh, like a, a special forces selection, depending on which branch you're going to. But for instance, um, uh, the, the seals, for instance, like apparently only 20% pass, like only 20% okay. pass selection, but he has a rate and like, who knows, apparently the statistics are there, but I haven't actually delved into it, but he has a rate of, of the people who enroll in his courses, given enough time. And like, they prepare themselves well enough and follow his instructions. You have a, rate of 80% chance of passing. Um, this is like, I was talking about goals and like doing shit. Anyways, I apologize for uh, throwing off course. No, 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 no. I mean, this, this is just how that goes. But like, I, I kind of have just been doing things. Like I, I realized, oh, right, 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 right. This is what I was talking about. So, um, it's very difficult in general in life to be really honest with people around you. But like, I think that's something that people just grow up into. You know what I mean? Like either you're going to, and that's, that's what I kind of noticed also about, you know, in a sense, if I'm going to be dramatic about it, like a life I left behind, which is, you know, working in the service industry, all these people are not only not honest with each other, but they're also not honest with themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like how many people do, oh yeah, I'm working on this, but like, you know, I'm just, I'm just, uh, bartending part-time, but I'm really working on this, but they're not because they're bartending. Then they're going out after work. And so then they sleep in really late and they sleep in until it's time to go to work. 
you know right. and they, so now they're just doing the same thing and i know this because i did it myself like i fell into that exact same trap everyone thinks that they're smarter than it but you're not like nobody is you will find yourself falling into this trap and it doesn't have to be uh serving or bartending it's something else it'll always be something else there's always that opportunity um, right to just like oh i'm getting by but you're not really pushing the pace and you're not really getting yourself to where you need to go and my problem wasn't just that because then even after i overcame that it was just like i didn't recognize that i was kind of still just doing stuff for an immediate need without actually forcing myself to do you know the free gut work that you need to do in order to really kind of like I need to let myself get pretty poor by not collecting a you know by week by weekly by monthly we never resolved that please okay. don't bring it back up <laughs> okay <laughs> okay we didn't get there um no. you know when I was younger because I was just like, it wasn't even tenacity. It was, like, because I was just talented enough, I could kind of fall into whatever and then make enough money to, like, get myself by. But I never did the free exploration work or I never changed majors in college and, like, had to start all over. I never had to do any of that stuff where I had to figure out if I actually like doing something or if this is, um, you know, something I actually want to continue doing forever or, you know, like, that didn't uh, that didn't happen. So I think I'm sort of paying for it now where it's like, well, I'm a little bit older now. So it's like it's, a, you know, it feels like, you know, speaking of chess, it feels like taking a step backwards. But I think that crucial step backwards I never really took. So I need to establish like the bigger goals like, oh, what do you actually want out of life in general, in a very general sense? Um, and um and then the micro stuff can kind of fill in as it goes. But, mm-hmm. but it's like you went to film school because you figured out that you wanted to make movies and that kind of directed all the other micro decisions. It's like I never really even took that step to, to figure out that I wanted to go to film school, which I don't. But you get what I'm saying. I guess so. So uh, why did I go on that long rant? I don't know, man. But what do you want to do about the fiftieth uh, episode? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so kind of um, for me, the fiftieth episode is like, like I kind of wanted it to be a little lighthearted and just like have different people and talk about like, like we could rotate in people and just like talk about like, oh, hey, like blah blah blah. What do you do? That's cool, etc. You know, and it's like just a really, it's more of like a um, rapid fire. Uh, mm-hmm. like assessment or just like figuring out like different people in our community and all that kind of stuff. Um, but then there's also, you know, myself, like I want to make sure this year I'm like definitely pushing the pace um, because, you know, I think we talked about this, but part of figuring out who you are is part of figuring out or is figuring out who you're not. And uh, my God, there's been so much stuff in the corporate world, but like I thought um, because I've realized two things simultaneously about that. And it's number one, I actually could get to where I would maybe want to be in this like corporate career type of thing, because I realized people kind of just like get into their jobs and they just like, just do their job. Like so many people don't push the pace on it at all. Like so many of my peers, for instance, like you would think that they're already super comfortable with where they're at because they just kind of come in every day and they do their job and they don't think about like how things can be made better or how things, you know, whatever. They just kind of like do it every day and they're not asking the questions like, like I had a conversation with one of my coworkers that like maybe I shouldn't have had because that that's the thing. It's like also very competitive, but I was just like, well, I'm starting to understand that like moving vertically through this team doesn't really work. And so you kind of have to make lateral movements and, you know, based on this and blah, blah, blah. And like, I was just like thinking out loud and this person was like, oh yeah, I guess I never really thought about that. Like, and they're coming in every day and they're putting in just as much time as I am, but they're just plugging away straight forward with no real idea of Mm -hmm. what they're actually trying to do or like, how is your career going to move forward? How are you going to get what you want out of this? Are you perfectly satisfied just kind of doing the same thing every day? You know? And, and it was kind of that that made me realize like, oh shit, I'm not like, I could get to, you know, a good point here 
where maybe I'm making more money or maybe I'm more responsible for a lot of different stuff. Like that could probably happen just because I'm a little bit more ambitious than the average person, I would assume, or at least the average person in a corporate fucking job. Um, so I could get there just on, you know, tenacity alone and that sort of thing. But I also realized that, you know, this kind of doesn't work for me where, you know, things don't get done. Like what gets done in a day? Somebody fills up a cup of coffee. Right. But that's not, you know, there's, it's, there's, it's so, uh, almost bureaucratic in a sense like this, this in in large companies like the one i currently work for and you know and, and that's just the name of the game it's not really like as if they're inefficient like i would say any company on the forbes 100 or forbes 500 or whatever it's like you have so many different uh makers and creators and managers that no process can be streamlined everything has to go through a different million different checkpoints and some of the people literally just, you know, it, it comes down to an email that gets passed along and they say, oh, yeah, totally. And they don't even read it. They don't even look at anything. They, it just needs to go through them so that it checks the box. And uh, I just sort of realized that that's not, you know, I, I think I had to gain the experience to do that. And also, for I think this was actually mostly this experiment, in a sense, was mostly about me legitimizing myself. But, okay. uh, do you feel legitimate yet? Probably not. No, I don't. But that's the thing. I don't think I ever will. I don't think right. anyone ever does. No, they don't. But I'm like, because I, uh, you know, my, my, not my favorite show, but I've watched enough times that it could be like Entourage. Uh-huh. How much of the show are they saying like, oh, no, 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 Vince, you just need like a big movie because he did Queens Boulevard and then there was a long time in between and then it was like, oh, maybe Medellin is going to be his big movie. And it isn't. And, it, you know, spoiler alert, but nobody should be, you know, stuck on the fourth season of Entourage by now. It's it's 2018. Yeah, it's been out for a while. Also, you probably shouldn't have to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but the thing about like Vince, they're telling him the whole time, you know, take this, you know, this uh, do the safety net gig right do aquaman you know make a billion dollars doing aquaman then you could go do your fun stuff right and so they're trying to talk him into doing his doing in you know doing the work to get to the point where he can he can be the guy that does medellin and not have to worry about you know money coming in making millions of dollars or paying everybody or like if his or if the movie doesn't do well then he's still a movie star as opposed to um, as opposed to like, you know, just some guy who will get forgotten. But, and, and so that's kind of the worry is that like, oh man, I don't have the credentials. I don't have whatever. But then they're still having that conversation by the seventh season where he's like, do you really not think I'm a good actor? And, uh, and then Ari's like, that remains to be seen, but you are acting like a movie star. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't think I'm ever going to, I could probably be making a hundred thousand dollars a year and I would still not think that I'm like, I would still think I need to get legitimacy, but I'm starting to believe at least that that legitimacy isn't going to come from a title on my desk or on the door of the corner office or anything like that. But it actually, it just comes by doing. Mm -hmm. And so like I give myself legitimacy. I don't think anyone i don't think my pay grade i don't think my title i don't think people in my peer network group or any of that bullshit would actually make me feel legitimate i think legitimacy (laughs) as like fucking lame as it sounds legitimacy comes from within you wanted to be a filmmaker look at you you're making fucking films that right there boom boom just like that which i'm sure wasn't easy and isn't easy it's never easy yeah but like i just need to yeah, so that's that's this this reformat of the podcast is also coming at a time where I'm like reformatting uh my life in a sense. Like uh Uh-oh. how crazy are you getting there, Tish? Huh? How crazy of a life reform are you doing? Um I don't know. It it kinda it kinda kinda depends. Kinda depends. I I uh I just uh, need more opportunity, I guess, and opportunity begets more opportunity, as we discussed in a previous episode. And uh-huh. um, 
I think I'm I'm kind of getting to the point where I'm siphoning all the opportunity out of what I'm currently doing. So it's like, all right, time for me to like rev the engine a little harder and, and you know see what else see what else is out there. So I don't know. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I have no idea what we're talking about. Well, we're kind of talking about um, the reformat, but like I. So what is your idea? How did you want that episode to go? Did you want it to just uh, be episode fifty? Like yeah, did you want it to be kind of fun and like lighthearted and you know whatever, or did you want to? Uh... I like the idea of doing like a semi recap, uh, fun episode. Okay. Not like a, not like a best of episode or that you know how those old sitcoms used to do uh, like a clip show. Yeah, like Seinfeld when they hit their hundredth episode, they were like, "Oh, here's like a hundred episodes of Seinfeld," and they're like basically doing clips. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that, but maybe something like that. Okay. Um, yeah, we could do that or like... Um, or just bring all those people back for a day. Yeah, we could bring like everyone back for, for a day and like just rotate people in at like 15-minute intervals or whatever. Uh, you and I can also just talk about like, you know, where we were at the start of the podcast, kind of like how things have gone and just, uh, you know, what's next. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are all ideas. Uh, I, I'm definitely going to... You know, assuming it's not an imposition, I'm definitely going to... So that's why I need to plan ahead, because I'm definitely going to make that a live episode, right? Oh, we're making it a live episode? You want to come down here, or am I going up there? I figured I would come down there, since you've got, like, an office and shit. Yeah. Let what me, day would that be? Let me open up the calendar. Because I may be shooting a movie that weekend. Oh, shit. That's right. So it's the 5th, so... Or it's whatever day it is, because we're totally recording this in advance. Um, so 47 goes live on the 6th, which is tomorrow, which means 48 is on the 13th, and 49 is on the 20th, which means the weekend of the 25th and 26th of this month. Okay. Are you, when, when are your shoot dates? It's You're the, the 19th, right? 16th, 18th, and 19th. 16th, 18th, and 19th. Okay. So this would be the weekend after. Are you sure you wouldn't be too, like, burned out? I know. We'll make it happen. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I can make that work. Sweet. Sweet. So a live episode. Thank God. No more Skype interviews. Yeah, well, like, that in general, I'm just not a... I mean, I kind of... uh, I kind of like, I like the fact, I like the fact that, you know, we kind of got into interviewing people, but, but then there's, you know, uh, a lack of a personal touch. I think when we're like recapping it, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But maybe, maybe that's just me uh, too close to the, too close to the picture. I like the recaps. You like the recaps? I mean, they get us in trouble a little bit, but I like the recaps. Yeah. Well, we'll, t- uh, we'll talk about that some other day. Yeah. We're going to talk about that some other day. Yeah. And let's talk about that next week. <laughs> okay. Should I do any prep work for that? Uh, probably. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, that, that was, that was my week. And that's also kind of my, my like recent thought process. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm trying to figure out what my what my big hairy audacious goal is. And so I feel way, like I I feel like I have mine figured out. I'm trying trying to figure out how to uh plan it out a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I have a like a like a loose plan, but I kind of want to solidify it a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and and that's that's kind of the thing is like I always feel a little more stimulated when uh like for instance when we talk about like oh what are we going to do with the podcast or oh like what are we going to do or when you're telling me about like oh what what I'm doing with this movie or something like that it's like I keep waiting to be a part or like I'm like oh I just need to grow my career so I'm a part of like those types of things for other projects and you know yada yada but it's like that actually ends up becoming less and less uh less and less possible as you're trying to like do it like i don't know it it just takes 
I, I guess in a sense, um, because I was locked down in the same perspective for so long, I kept thinking like the way that you get to that is like ranking up and then becoming like someone's legal aid or like someone's, you know, whatever. And it's like, well, no, actually that, I mean, sure, you could do that on that pathway, but that's really for the, the birds and the Harvard graduates. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. you actually have a higher chance, especially in our current, the way like our current economy and the way our current education system is running it's actually way more feasible for you to do stuff on your own uh or or to like kind of set up the things you want to set up to get done uh like so many uh so many not kids because they're probably like my age but you get the idea like so many young people these days are making their own success by like opening up their own online stores because you don't need to have a brick and mortar store anymore really you don't you really don't yeah and uh you know uh, the reason why colleges are starting to look a little desperate is like, well, you can pick up these skills in a lot of different places. In fact, uh, like that's kind of what a big part of my new framework is understanding that a lot of people that like there are a lot of experts directly in my network that I can learn from that I don't have to pay tuition to. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I I don't know why I keep like I keep going on these little segues but i'm not really actually moving towards anything that's a, that's a, that's what i'm i'm looking forward to with the reformat of the podcast i'm hoping that we are more proactive in these ideas that we have right so i do feel like you know we've been talking about the same things for 50 almost 50 episodes you know what i'm saying no absolutely yeah that's and i feel like some progress has been made and things have changed a little bit uh, like mindsets have changed for me at least mm-hmm. but i don't i don't it's it's i don't know if it's me being impatient and just wanting to see things right away or if I'm just not moving forward in the proper sense. No, absolutely. Like that's, that's kind of the thing. I think that because in a sense, like where I wanted to go at the inception of this podcast is kind of different, but not altogether that different. Like, like there it's simultaneously is and is not different. You know what I mean? So Uh it, it simultaneously is like as though, you know, some things have been achieved, but but also, you know, kind of not like, you know, you end up getting into this place where you're talking in circles and yada, yada, yada. And that's kind of what I figured out in a sense is that in, in general, I want to uh, learn more, know less, and I want to uh, talk less, do more. You, you know what I mean? Like both of those, both of those things. Right. But I don't have anything that's like my large scale in general. Like, what do you want? Because for too long, I just I was like, oh, well, I want to be able to like pay off a car. You know what I mean? And it's like, well, you can do that in any number of ways. You can, uh-huh. you can do that just by yeah, I could have just stayed a bartender or server if that was my big, hairy, audacious goal. But that is not a big nor audacious goal. Yeah, it's like a mediocre goal. It's a super mediocre goal. And like that's, that's so the thing. Common. That's that's how you end up, you know, and absolutely no offense meant to anyone because like other people live different truths. It just happens to not be mine. But that's how you end up, you know, kind of doing like I'm doing a good job at the job that I'm at and I can keep working there like for 40 years and, uh-huh. and I'll get raises and I'll get promotions and I'll get all this kind of stuff, you know, whatever. But the way that you do that is is just like, OK, I found the niche and I'm just going to keep doing the same thing day in and day out. And like, you know, the job will increase, but like my skills will increase with it. And I'll just kind of do that. And that might be good for some, but it's not really good for me because it, all that does is accomplish the goal of like, Oh, well I, I could afford a house when I was, you know, 35, 40, whatever, which are important things. But that, but that's not all it is for me. Like that's what it, it took me taking this job to recognize that because all this time I've just been focused on, you know, uh, how do I make sure that by 30 I'm feeling comfortable and like, you know, whatever. It's like, oh, guess what? That doesn't happen. It doesn't <laughs> happen. Like that doesn't fucking happen. And all that happens is you're like, ah, oh, fuck. Am I just like pushing buttons on a computer? Like, fuck. Like, like it's gotten to the point with me where I get headaches all the time. So I actually I had to use my vision insurance, which I've never done before. Like I've never had vision insurance and then b i've never actually gone and made a vision appointment the last one i ever was in was when uh i they found out i was colorblind when i was a kid you know i haven't had a vision appointment but anyways i kept getting headaches and like uh 
I realized it was because, or they told me it was because of eye strain. So I actually had to order glasses to wear while I'm on, when I'm using a computer. And that just made me feel so fucking sad. Well, yeah. Well, everybody's, well, you're on all screens all the time. Yeah. It's not that, you know, I wouldn't feel sad about it. I mean, well, I'm not really sad about that, but I'm, I'm sad about the fact that it's like, God damn, you know, uh, I did have to do this to get to, you know, I, I think I just like, I made a bigger deal out of like some corporate, you know, like I made that the be all end all, even though it's not, it could be for some, but it's not for me. Mm-hmm. So for me, the reformat of this podcast is actually, you know, like life imitates art and art limita- imitates life and as above, so below and beware of staring into the abyss because the abyss stares right back into you and all that kind of shit. Right. Um, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take Wayne Gretzky, et cetera. Um, like it, it just so happened to come at the time where I'm also trying to like reformat in a uh-huh. sense. And the thing is, is like this podcast did a lot of the, like laid a lot of the groundwork in like helping me understand what actually I do want. And whereas the thought process and the actions resulting of were kind of like two separate things. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't really know what's next in a concrete sense, but I know what's next in terms of, uh, like making, a big, hairy, audacious goal and like putting that up. I, I bought a whole lot of, uh, a whole lot of, uh, whiteboard slates from home Depot. Oh, you did? How many did you buy? Uh, I bought four. Oh wow. That's a lot. Yes. But two of them are going unused at the moment because I wasn't sure if I wanted to like, first I was like, Oh yeah, that might've been too much. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, should I return these? But then I realized I don't want to. Uh, but I just haven't figured out exactly what I'm doing with the other two. But like one of them has my daily and nightly routines that um, I've like made into phases. Like I have phase one, phase two and phase three. And it, this is all irrelevant. But basically it's like, yeah, that was all stuff I should have been writing and documenting on a website. And we talk about that in this podcast. And then I like write it and throw it into the drafts folder because I'm a fucking idiot. But anyway, yeah, yeah. So I don't think you're an idiot. It's just that thing of putting yourself out there. It's weird. Yeah, it is weird. And it's also like that didn't fit into my traditional narrative of like what is useful and what's not in a career and yada, yada. But I realized that's the only like nobody gives a shit about your resume anymore. Just like nobody gives a shit about your college GPA. Mm -hmm. And God damn it. I wish like I'm going to go ahead and say that right now just because. Uh, I really wish I knew that back when I was in college and, uh, and, uh, you know, I didn't, but nobody gives a fuck what your GPA was at all. Nobody cares. It's nobody, it's all, nobody cares. It's no, all about relationships it's all, and it's all about building relationships and peers. Cause it's always intrinsically easier to get a job when you have someone who already knows you on the inside. Number one, number two, um, Take initiative, have projects, form clubs, do that sort of shit, because that's the kind of shit that actually matters. Your ability to retain information and spit it out, that's kind of what college is, like in general. College doesn't demonstrate who the really like intelligent, successful people are. It demonstrates the people who can afford to go there. Because ultimately, I got my degree in four years, and I went into college a year younger than most everybody else, and I turned out a great, I, I graduated top of my class for my program, But, you know, does that actually, does anyone, let's just say, let's take out all the extracurricular stuff, let's take out all the other yada yada bullshit, does that actually look that different than somebody who graduated over the course of six years because they changed majors and they blah, blah, blah? It doesn't. It doesn't, really. Nobody is going to be like, oh, yeah, uh, because at most they ask you, what year did you graduate? Nobody asks you how long it took you to graduate. Nobody cares. They care about how many years of experience you have and like, oh, it says here you weren't actually hired for this, but you uh, self-funded your way to do a lot of trips to Africa to, you know, look into whatever or spend time with these tribes or go on giving trips for whatever. It's like, yeah, that that actually says a whole lot more than my top of the class fucking piece of paper <laughs> said at all. 
But anyways. Anyways. Here we are. Yeah, sorry. I had a lot of Moving coffee. forward. Well, it's good. It's good to hear all this because I've been getting the vibe from you in the last uh, couple conversations that you've been kind of falling apart. Yeah. You're like, bit. what's going on in the world? The world is, oh, what's happening? Uh. <laughs> and then they're like all sassy and... Sassy? Yeah, you got a little sassy with your text messages one weekend. What weekend was that? Uh, the weekend you went to rugby. Oh, yeah. I think you... Um... I think the problem with texting is that no one can understand how anyone else like communicates. But that's besides the point. Maybe I was being a little sassy. I'll, I'll own up to that. A little that. snippy. A little snippy. A little snippy. And it was like, whoa. All right. Well, well I'll, I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> I said that to my phone. I didn't text it. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I'm just going to talk to you tomorrow. Well, uh, apologies for the snippiness. But yeah, my life is falling apart. Not really, but just... Sounds uh, like you need a... A Snickers. Yeah, I definitely needed a Snickers at that point in time. Because uh, you're not yourself when you're hangry. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, excited for the reformat and excited to bring new things to the table. Uh, should we just, I mean, we know we're doing a live episode now. Should we just ostensibly say we're going to... So wait, when you say live, you mean you want to live stream it somewhere? Or you mean live like in person, like we're finally in the same room again? Well, I kind of, yeah, because this is technically live. I guess it's a misnomer, what I'm saying. But what I mean is, like, we're in the same room. But I guess we could live stream it somewhere. We could give that a try, right? Um, Where would we live stream it? I don't know. To the Instagram, to the Facebook. Don't people do it that way? I guess we can do that. Hmm. We'll, we'll research that. that. It, it, kind of, it kind of seems valueless to me, but maybe I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure I'm wrong, but. Anyways, probably are. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised. But yeah, so I don't know. This uh, this episode was kind of me just like ranting about falling apart. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, what were we talking about at the beginning? Well, I think we were talking about the reformat and like what we wanted to do for episode 50. Hmm. I don't know if we have that figured out. Hmm. Well, sort of do. Yeah, I I think we uh, I think we uh, we decided we were going to have a in person episode, which I kept calling a live episode for whatever reason. I had a uh, meeting yesterday mm-hmm. about these uh, short films that I'm making. Yeah, and we I uh, met with uh, Jaime, with this uh, with Becca, and with Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Uh, two of them are like uh, producer, organizer people for the shoot. Producer, organizer people? Yeah, one's a producer, audio guy. One's a, I guess you would call her a unit production manager or a line producer. Uh-huh. And then uh, Kelsey was as the editor. She's going to edit the short. Okay. And we had this uh, meeting. It was three hours long. It was a very long meeting. I wasn't expecting it to be that long. Uh-huh. But it was... Just me talking at people about thoughts and ideas that I had about how the shoot should run. Mm-hmm. And it was nice because they were listening and taking notes. And then they did the things that I said out loud. I didn't have to do it myself. Mm-hmm. I was able to delegate some tasks to team members. Okay. Which was, which is very exciting. Yeah. Cause uh, we have, we want, I, I need I need to make a schedule. I need to sh- schedule what locations, what actors, what days for all this, for this production. And Becca's going to make it. Becca did it. She did a great job. And we tweaked it a little bit. And so I don't even have to worry about the schedule anymore. She's in charge of that and implementing who gets emailed when to show up where and all that other fun stuff. Dang. Good job, Becca. And then Jaime asked me to go through the whole movie in my head. Uh, just to say it out loud. So he has an understanding of where I'm coming from. So when we're on set and I'm talking all gibberish because usually I have all these things juggling in my head, he can translate it better. Mm -hmm. And Kelsey was able to point out points in the script where we're having troubles uh, editing the first short we shot with transitions from scene to scene. Uh Uh-huh. 
And she now knows that, well, she's going to keep an eye out on what we shoot on set to see if there's an actual transition shot in there anymore. Nice. So it was, uh, it was a good meeting. So basically, the, you're able to handle more, like your bandwidth, as, as people in the business world call it, increases because uh, you're able to uh, you're able to delegate effectively, and now you can just focus on smaller amounts of stuff to make sure it's perfect. And other people, you can like trust other people to handle other stuff. And so everyone is focusing on a different segment. And because you've empowered them individually, it now kind of makes the whole project run a little smoother because you're all able to get a better, better, a better end product. Right. Cause the, the last few times that we've done shoots together, it's always, it's always had to filter through me for final decisions. And now it's, it, people are making their own decisions finally, which is nice, mm-hmm. which is a big, relief because i'm still gonna make a million decisions but now it's like a million less decisions yeah 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 that's good you you're still making a million decisions but you've taken out the other million so to speak yeah Hmm. and i was able to find a new uh, hispanic actor nice but uh that's been a struggle for you for a while but he's older than me no shit but he looks semi-young so i'm i'm kind of entering this 90210 dilemma like all my actors are in their 30s playing people fresh out of college well i mean that's how you know it's an official you know i mean like that's i'm pretty sure that's how most of hollywood works right i think so like as a as a um as a uh fan or at least i've watched all four seasons of the oc i can tell you that um that uh all those people i think the youngest was like 24 when they started shooting uh-huh. and they were supposed to be shooting freshmen in high school oh wow yeah so i mean you met ben mckenzie you you know what i'm talking about yeah i met ben mckenzie once at the farmer's market yeah so um but it, it, but like i don't the, there were there was one cast casting decision i made months ago Mm-hmm. To cast this, I think she's thirty eight or thirty nine mm-hmm. to play someone that's in her late forties, early fifties. Okay, and um, so now she's in theory going to be acting next to someone that is only a few years younger than her, but she's supposed to be playing someone that's twenty years or right. thirty years older yeah, than her. Yeah, it's uh, so I'm going to have to rework the script so I don't feel terrible about it. Hmm. Okay. Well, uh, if it makes you feel any better, I uh, I thought because uh, you just recently posted some behind the scenes stuff uh, for the first short you did, mm-hmm. and I gotta say your casting for like the t- the title is called Good Cop Mom Cop, right? Yeah, the casting of Mom Cop uh, looks phenomenal. She's a crazy lady. Her name's Betsy. She's been on the podcast. Yeah, um, she, but she's a fun time. I uh, I I really liked her. Uh, her uh, her uh, she at least looks good for the part. I, I should show you uh, the rough cut. Oh yeah, so you can uh, have your dreams crushed by your preconceived uh, expectations of what everything is. This, hey, is me that, pro- this is me projecting that everyone hates everything I do ever. I know. I was going to say, hey, that sounds familiar. Like, <laughs> <laughs> is that my interior monologue going on right now? Yeah, yeah. This is what I. This is why I don't want to put stuff out in the world. Yeah. I just assume everyone's going to hate it. No, I know. And that's kind of the thing. I've watched people I know, like, no offense to them, but I've watched very mediocre dunces I know turn into Instagram stars just because they're they just have belief you know what uh-huh. i mean like they just believe that like oh yeah no i'm gonna post this and like i'm the shit and they just and it's like what and, I, and i'm always thinking like oh that's so stupid and i've never but it's like oh shit now they're they uh obviously are sponsored by kettle one botanicals because oh. because uh they're doing a lot of posts with a kettle one bottle and they're talking about it that's crazy yeah but yeah, I don't know. I just kind of get over that. Hmm. 
Oh, did you just send me the rough cut? I did. Sweet. Don't watch it now. It's like 12 minutes long or something like that. <laughs> Fair enough. But uh, but that was my week in a nutshell. Hmm. Well, it sounds uh, it does sound like you're you're making it. You're mm-hmm. you're doing it. You're going for it, and you are figuring out this casting issue, which has been a nightmare for a long time. It seems like yeah, we're down to just needing to cast one more person. Mm, okay. And hopefully, now that we've entered this world of thirty-year-olds playing twenty-year-olds. I think we'll be fine. Yeah, you're casting a wider net. Right. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's good. Thank you for listening to Creativize, Strategize, and Synergize. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please subscribe, share, and leave a rating. We'd really appreciate it. You can find Chris on social media using the handle at Elephant Scout. You can find me with at Atish Mazish. And finally, you can follow the podcast on Twitter with at CSS Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at podcast at cscottcreate.com. Thank you so much.